welcome to the Whiskey Dan Radio Show. Tonight, we are having Rebel Yell, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and I think I've had this sitting in my liquor cabinet for shit since the fucking summer, I want to say. But it's it's damn good. I, I will say that. Uh, just a regular-ass bourbon. We got we got the old Hankinator back on the show. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. Yeah, we got we got Rebel Yell. He's already chugged a whole glass of it. What'd you think? Ah, uh, I didn't realize I was a bourbon guy. Yeah, because I think I've said this on here before. The reason why I don't drink a lot of bourbon is because the bourbon that I drank a lot of was Old Crow. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always had that like same point of view. Like, you know, like any bourbon that has been around me hasn't ever been anything like mid shelf or higher tier. It's always so. been like this was an eight dollar bottle, wasn't it? This is caramel food coloring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I love on the back, it says, uh, uh, the award-winning American whiskey that honors the rebel in all of us. Are you rebel enough? Interestingly enough, and you may not know this, uh, but rebel yell is actually an old Civil War term. You don't say. Yeah, no shit. But it's a Civil War term because, you know... Yeah, go ahead. Because with... I pour my own drink on this damn show. Yeah, right. you got fucking arms. <laughs> but the uh, the deal came from uh, Confederate soldiers who... Is that what you're doing? As they were... Yeah, I'm, you. we're going all the way. Uh, yeah, uh, so the way that it worked was like Confederate soldiers, they would have like a particular battle cry that was very loud and very shrieking, and they copied it from like Comanche Indians. Yeah, it was like a really high-pitched one, and there is yeah. actual audio recordings of it that were taken like the 1930s and shit from like old Confederate soldiers, but a lot of guys didn't want to do it because they're like, uh, when we did that, we fucking killed people, and I really don't want to relive that. It's, it's not a gimmick. Yeah, like it's yeah. not a, like, it, you know, like how like uh, another famous one that like the, the Soviet army... You know, in World War Two, they had the the Ura, you know, where they would all, you know, like right. in our, you know, Marine Corps as, you know, shit like that too. But it's not something to be taken lightly. One hundred percent. But yeah. but you can go and it, there is a YouTube video of it of like a dude in like the nineteen. There's like old ass man, and they he he does it only because there weren't a whole lot of people left that could do it anymore. Right. And. They just wanted to document it. Yeah, basically. You know, so it's one of those things Makes like, sense. you know, I'm glad that they did it. It must have <clears> sucked, <throat> but yeah. But yeah, that, that's where I I don't know if this is where it got the name from. I'm pretty sure it did. Probably found it by some old Confederate, you know, oh. sons of Confederate veteran. Where'd you pr- purchase this bottle of bourbon? I think I got it at, I want to say kilos, honestly. Ever since John has been on the show a couple times, since we've been hanging out a you lot. Could, you could probably hit him up. What, you get, like, a sick-ass discount? No, just, like, a sponsorship. You, like, just, pop, like, show up to the fucking, like, store with, like, stickers, give them some freebies. Like, hey, I have this podcast. I always buy my shit from you guys because you normally do. Yeah. And the last several episodes have had, like, hard liquor, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they might pay for a little ad spot. You don't know. Yeah, either that or, you know, like, hey, you can take this one on the house and, you know, whatever, because they... They've uh, given me several recommendations for things, but they haven't ever, like, given me anything. Because, I mean, they're obviously in it to make money, for sure. Right. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they, they recommended me some vodka, and which I think Keith drank all of it. <laughs> but it, it was, it was I just got, like, the little bottle of it. He does, like, a little two-shot bottle or yeah. something, but he promptly got rid of that. 
unassed it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not surprised. Anyway, Rebel Yell, it's like a it's pretty just standard. It's not like because a lot of bourbons like overbearingly like <clears throat> corn sweet. Yes. And this one isn't. That's what I like about it. You know what else I like? It's football free agency. Especially with Oh with the, boy, I knew I was gonna get fucking ambushed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You gave Gallup like sixty million dollars. I mean, somebody somebody was going to have to get paid. It was either him or Amari. Well, because everybody else is fucking leaving. And Amari, <laughs> I mean, we could have paid Cedric Wilson, but we would have overpaid for him. I would have liked to see him, seen him stick around because he is a a younger receiver that has really showed a lot of promise. Like, I think we, if, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I think we drafted Cedric Wilson, and he Maybe. he came up. I remember when he was uh, four spot on Dallas, and he was like really showing what he had. Yeah. He, he was kind of a deep zone threat. Really was. Think the Cowboys are going to sign OBJ? God, I fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that would that'd be pretty great. I don't think he would, honestly. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he wants to play for Dallas. No. Like, like I already like the, I the what he got famous off of his career was like was humiliating Dallas. Like back-breaking catch against Dallas. There's no way he'd sign with him. That would like interfere with his quote unquote legacy, his brand. I hate. I fucking hate Colin Coward. It's the brand. Listen here, asshole. I could do your fucking job. I could do Coward's job. This, I, this, welcome to the Whiskey Dan Radio Show. We talk complete nonsensical sports. The only thing is, I don't get fucking paid to be a millionaire. It's sitting next to Joy Taylor's humongous mommy milkers. I mean, your your opinion is just as valid as Cowherd's. He thinks the Broncos are going to win the Super Bowl, and you think the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. No, I do not think the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. That is does not come out of my mouth. Raiders have Devontae Adams, though. They do have Devontae Adams, and he signed for less than what he did or what he was offered at the Green Bay. Yeah, that's how that's how much he either one didn't want to fucking play for Green Bay anymore, or two couldn't stand Aaron Rodgers anymore. I'm sure it's a mix of both. Six in one hand, half a dozen. In the yeah, other. you know what I mean. Like, you know, fuck this dude. I'm gonna go, you know, be with old DC Jesus freak. He's just gonna dart it to me. I fucking hate Derek Carr, man. Why do you hate Derek Carr? I just do. I love Derek Carr. I'm gonna buy you a Carr jersey. Please don't. It's like, <laughs> please. <laughs> hey, big dog, I got a sided frame and everything. Why do you gotta do this to me? <laughs> I love Derek Carr. I really hate that. Like, I hate you know, how he, Mariota's a better quarterback, right? Then why didn't he get the starting job? Because they don't want to pay him. That's not how that works. You don't have to be the highest paid person on the team to have the starting job. Yeah, but he typically that's how it works. He was. I'm, I'm sure he was given a, like a, a an offer from Ra- the Raiders and was like, "Hey, we're willing to give you this much." And of course, he tested that free agency and realized that he could get a bag because he's worth it. Well, also because there's like hardly any quarterbacks coming in this draft the quarterback market is like it's almost to the point to where i could be a quarterback in the nfl with like how like shallow the talent pool is for some fucking reason who's seattle got next year fucking baker mayfield <laughs> probably are, are they gonna start gino he started for the jets and the giants <laughs> dude it didn't work he, he played for him while uh russell was hurt last year he, he did uh, he he didn't do too bad either. The Giants did sign Terod Taylor as their backup. 
somebody to finally replace Daniel Jones. Great. I got faith in the DJ. I'm giving you one more season. That's it. You get you get one more. <laughs> the Giants might actually have an offensive line this year, though, so that that could be the big difference. But back, back to the Derek Carr hate. Why? Because because he doesn't like produce in big numbers or whatever. Because he's a short. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes behind this. Is there I mean, anything that's different in terms of like on the field talent between Derek Carr and Dak Prescott? He's the Tim Tebow archetype. No, he's not Tim Tebow. He is not over the top about it. I didn't say that he was Tim Tebow. I said he's the Tim Tebow archetype. Why? Because he's like very religious. Not only that, but he's he's people give him a lot more credit than what he's actually proven. I mean, he got like three K yards this last season. It's pretty fucking outstanding, if you ask me. You know how long it's been since the Giants have had three K passing yards in a fucking season? And and again, there there's like you you can be a decent quarterback like that, but not do well under pressure. Okay, he's I'll, I'll give you that. He he doesn't have the clutch gene. That's that's one thing. He doesn't have the clutch. That is true. That and I'm I'm I love the, the fucking Oakland uh, Las Vegas Raiders. That they're my favorite AFC team, and I feel like they need to run more of a West Coast offense because that's that that was their bread and butter for a very long time. Um, and, I mean, it was and with d- Jamarcus d- Russell too, and that didn't work out. You're right, it didn't. But I myself, I always favor uh, like more mobile quarterbacks. And Derek Carr, they they thought he could be that when he first started for him, but he snapped his leg exactly, and that wasn't his fault. No, Not his it fault. wasn't. Yeah, that was an ugly injury. Don't wish that on anybody. But but well, here's the thing about West Coast offenses and mobile quarterbacks like that. Longevity. Yeah. Look, look at Lamar Jackson. What about Lamar Jackson? He's beat to shit. Like, completely. Like, he didn't even finish the season. And, and it sucks because I love watching Lamar Jackson play. You know, I I, I do... Hey, who, who else didn't finish the season? <sighs> All right, listen to your asshole. How many, how many injuries did your team end with? I don't want to talk about that. Who's your starting receiver? Receiving core, running back. I know your O line was probably pretty holy too. Dude, we were playing with scout team guys. Like yeah. they just sewed on the It happens, plate. man. That's that's like that's that's what the league is. You you go and you you play a super physical high contact sport, you're not gonna make it very long. Yeah. You you've gotta produce when you can and there's a window. Yeah, I guess there's that's always true. a window. And it, it really sucks for fucking uh guys like Mike Vick who made a couple of bad decisions and then lost the best careers in their entire, uh, you know, their best years in their entire career, potentially. I'd, I'd really like to see what the league would look like now had that not happened and he stayed in yeah. Atlanta or even, like, left Atlanta and got paid more somewhere else. But yeah. he, he missed a, like, the prime of his career. Yeah. It, it's basically. Same thing with uh, uh, fucking Muhammad Ali. You know, he missed, like, three years of boxing. Like, in the, like, in his, like, in his, like, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Because he was, uh, Acting as a conscientious objector, got blackballed, you know, by a lot of the rings. And then when the support for the Vietnam War was overwhelmingly negative, 
And then, you know, people, okay, fine, we'll let him come back. And, of course, he came in and you know, was fucking lights out, but what could have been kind of thing. And what pissed me off about the fucking NFL is like, okay, yeah, dog fighting. Yeah, that is objectively terrible, and that isn't something that should be taking place. However, we have players that, you know, beat, abuse women who are people, and they get way less Two game suspension. Yeah, like two uh, game suspension. The only like because and the thing is like the Deshaun Watson thing goes so much fucking further than just like oh he had to sit out a whole season because of it. No, he didn't. He was very upfront that he didn't want to play for Houston anymore and was like fuck this organization. I'm not gonna play for him until this shit's cleared up. Like it was just as much on him for why he didn't play as the league and the Houston Texans as an organization. And then now the fucking Browns sign him, so the AFC has yet another rapist quarterback. Uh, or the AFC North, because the Steelers just got rid of Ben Roethlisberger. Did he actually rape somebody? Big, I, Big Ben? Yeah. Was it like actual, like, R-A-P-E rape? Uh, all I'm going to say on record is that he has a damn good lawyer. That's what I always figured, too. You know, because, like, it's one of those things, like, I wasn't there, and I'm just hearing what everybody's telling me, you know. Yeah. Try to piece it together. But it's one of those things, like, now granted, he came out and, like, allegedly changed his life. I don't know Ben Roethlisberger personally, so I'm not going to speak on his behalf. But I just love how the Browns organization is so fucking shitty that they're like, we don't care. <laughs> I, I, is that the punishment for 22 counts of sexual assault allegations is you have to go play for Cleveland? Mm, that's uh that's 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 tough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could take credit for that. A uh, comedian named Sam Morrill said that like the other week and I was like that's fucking hilarious but uh yeah what got me about just I the more you think about it the NFL is just reality television oh yeah I mean for sure now that like sports betting is a thing I know I've gone over this on this show before but like capitalism's fucked guys um oh boy it's, um here we go sports betting has interfered with like how referees perform their jobs mm-hmm. 100% even mm-hmm. like players perform their own jobs um, there, there's so many irons in the fire that, like, you can't keep track of them all and you're not going to. This shit's like professional wrestling, wrestling now. Mm-hmm. And what, what gets me about the whole, uh, like, sports betting thing is, one, I'm not going to fucking do it because I'm already passionate, like, enough about watching my team lose. Um, <laughs> but two, I feel like if I ever got on a hot streak, I just wouldn't quit. Like, I would just feel invested in it forever you know and I, it's not something i want to get invested into is like being frivolous with money like that right because it's one of the things like the easier it get the easier it comes to you the, those parlays are fucking tempting though yes <laughs> but it's one of the things like the easier it comes to you the quicker it can go away you know what i mean like like one weekend i could win 1800 bucks oh shit i got 1800 dollars worth of betting money and then I blow $2,600 the next a, weekend. Such a fucking boomer. I'm just saying. There's a... You didn't earn it. It's not yours. That's <laughs> how I feel. <laughs> well, what about the Native American? That's different. They're conquered nation. They weren't Christian. Manifested this destiny. Yeah. Manifest your destiny, house. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel. Like, oh, well, I didn't work for it. Doesn't need to be there. I feel the same way about game shows. I feel that way about scratchers. Yeah. I I like 
I'm in gas stations a whole lot for my, my <laughs> job. Um, so of course I drive a company vehicle. I have to go a bunch of different places, but like you'll be standing in the line and this like fucking like 53 year old standing at the front of the line, wasting everybody's goddamn time. Like he bought like $70 worth of scratchers. And this motherfucker just like, as the, the cashier's ripping him off, he's like scratching him off with everybody else standing behind him. Like, like motherfuckers. You're still waiting to get like checked up. Yo, I'm just trying to get my glizzy and like, bang and get out of here. Dog, I'm hungover. It's 9 a.m. and you need to find a hobby. Because <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I I could never get into scratch. Like maybe if, like one time when I was in college, like right after 18, I bought like a couple like the dollar, two dollar ones. Probably made, like, Maybe ten bucks was all said and done, but I'm not gonna go and buy a fifty dollar fucking scratcher. If I'm gonna spend fifty dollars on a scratcher, I'll go fill up my truck and go to fucking Shreveport. I, I bought maybe five scratchers my entire life, and yeah. on, on the fifth one, it was it was like a ten dollar one because I'm like, ah, feeling shysty. I've got a little bit of extra money. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, I'm feeling lucky, and um, scratched it off when I get home, and I won my ten dollars back. I'm like, fuck the system. <laughs> <laughs> and that scratcher stayed on, on that fucking dining room table until the day I left, and I, I never turned it in and got my ten dollars back. Really? I'm like, was like the thought echoed my mind. Like it, gr- it, growing up, like my my parents always called it the stupid tax. It well, like gambling or scratching. Yeah, like just scratch like scratchers yeah. or, or lottery, anything like that. They call yeah. it, they called the the stupid tax. Because mm. I mean, yeah, you're you're gonna win it every now and then, but like. It's something that, it's it's something that you're not gonna do just once, and you're gonna spend a lot of money collectively on. Speaking of stupid tax, we heard of crypto. Yeah, how close? How how, how close are we to where uh, cryptocurrency is just illicit gambling? Like, I, I, how blurred is that line to you? We're living in a time right now where. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of stories to tell about it. Like motherfuckers that got rich off a of Doge, that's that's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah. It within the next, I say, five to ten years, cryptocurrency is going to try to be regulated in the U.S. Oh, there's well, already countries working on on regulating it and like making it. Like, crypto was great. Like in theory, like back when nobody knew what it was. Um, but now, like any time you have to trade crypto. Course, you're gonna use like cash app to buy your Bitcoin, whatever. Yeah. Guess what you have to do now? You have to verify your fucking identity and take a picture of your license and attach that to w- with whatever crypto you're fucking selling. So that would and be- that just defeats the purpose of the currency entirely. So next time you go buy your child sex slaves with Dogecoin, they know who did it. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, granted, I'm all for, you know, unregulated trade to an extent. Like, unregulated trade for the individual. Not for big fucking corporations, because they basically have unregulated trade, even though there's, quote-unquote, rules everybody's got to follow, but then nobody... Look at you, Nestle! Um, but, like... Water's a human right, by the way. <sighs> apparently so. Not not to everybody. <laughs> but what got me about, uh, like, a lot of cryptos, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, it's completely unmarketed. It's like, yeah, but think about, like, all the black market, like evil shit you could do with this like oh well people can do evil shit with regular money i'm like okay for sure but now it's completely untraceable and it could be gone in a millisecond you know what i mean like i don't know the the whole thing about like with crypto with me is that buying a bunch of coin coin quote unquote that's not real 
you don't ever see it. It's akin to gambling, and it's way riskier than just like investing in stocks. You know what's even stupider than more stupid uh, than crypto? Buying Subaru. Fuck you for that. Um, <laughs> I was going to talk about the illegitimacy of NFTs. Oh my god, like, Jesus fucking Christ. the fa- Okay, look, I used to make fun of people for paying for porn or whatever. No, like at least you're like you're buying a service. Like if you're paying for a fucking NFT and you're putting like a mortgage level amount of money into yeah, clip art. Imagine like the fuck out of here. Imagine go like going to buy like a, a used 2016 uh, sedan, like an in- Infinity G36 or some shit like that. It it's sixteen thousand dollars. Pe- people have paid more than that for for fucking NFTs, dude. Yeah. Like, so you can't make fun of me for paying twenty five k for my Tacoma. I mean, I can and I will. I'm gonna continue to do that. Right. Uh, base model. Uh, more like four based cylinder. model. Based model four banger. What are you trying to prove? I got a bump and sound system. I love my truck. <laughs> I feel like the, I feel like Eustace off of Courage and Cowardly Dog, <laughs> with both of them, with both of my trucks, like the both of them, both of them. Uh, but no, fucking NFTs are so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, look at me, I got a shitty picture of a monkey. And I have I have a T-shirt that has a monkey on it. Says "Born to shit, forced to wipe." You don't ask me. You know, twenty five G's for that thing. Fucking who knows, man? Maybe maybe it will make sense in the long run. This is run what no when, pussy does to when, a when like the singularity happens. The sing- it's not gonna happen. Well, it, it will happen uh, at one point in time. Do you think we'll kill our uh, like the the human race off before that that happens? Or what's your opinion on that? One hundred percent. Like th- this is the problem. A singularity will never happen, forced or unforced. Simply be. I don't know, man. It, like, have you met some of our friends? Yeah, I there have. are people who, like you and I, could easily be categorized and figured out, dissected. So, have Have you met like a toddler, or like around like twenty twenty two? Yeah, sure. Have you seen like how they interact with like literally any like cell phone or tablet or TV, any piece of electronic? I mean, a little bit. Yeah, it's second nature. I mean, it is to us too. It wasn't though, like us being a toddler, like that young. That that's true. Cell phones it, were not a thing in 1998. No, like yeah. you could barely fucking access the internet. Now it's just there all the time. I don't know. I think that's where the parenting comes in. But, but that's that's the that's the bad part. Well, it see, doesn't. Well, see, yeah, well, because, because a lot of people that are having kids, yeah. especially right now, like don't understand the dangers of the internet and the dangers of this level of connectivity. Like, I, I still firmly believe that, like, once I have kids, uh, I and call me fucking strict or whatever, but I do not want my kids on social media until they are eighteen years old. Like eighteen. Like at, no, as a fifteen-year-old, do you need a Facebook? But everybody else has a Facebook. Yeah, everybody else is a fucking moron. <laughs> Literally. Like, but it's one of those things like everyone else is an asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turning more boomer by the second. <laughs> I'm becoming my dad. No, what what gets me is like and, and you know this, you had Snapchat in high school. All it was just a gateway for child porn. And don't act like because there was you got I got titty pics on Snapchat as a sixteen year old from fifteen and sixteen year old my girlfriend at the time who was a year younger than me she's fi- I'm getting fifteen year old titties on my phone. 
Yeah. You, you could go to prison for that. And, and the thing is, it's like, I don't feel guilty in saying that because everybody else had 15-year-old titties on their phone. <laughs> yeah, I mean... As I'm, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. right. But the thing is that we've taken it from where, like, you know, back in the 90s when, all, when there wasn't a fucking camera everywhere, you know, you could just get away with shit. You could just get away with little shit. Now, now... And, and I know this because I'm working in middle school because this just fucking happened like two months ago. There was a kid who was uh, this girl who's apparently very promiscuous who was trying to like break up a couple of different like couples so she could try to get with some of the boyfriends. So she just started sending a bunch of nudes out to people. And then one of the dudes really doesn't like her because he saw right through her, screenshotted all of them, and then airdropped them in the gym. He airdropped child pornography in the gym. He's in DAEP now. Because he's, you know, technically speaking, dealing out some cheese pizza. Yeah, those technicalities will get you, bro. They will get you. And that, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, in 1978, if a chick flashed you her tits in gym class and nobody else saw it, did it really happen? But now, when you're getting airdropped child pornography to your phone... This is why I don't want my kids to have social media until they are 18 years old. Okay, I understand where you're coming because, from. Because really it's do. just like, it uh, is too much of a... I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. And, and that's fair, and yeah. that's fair. That's, that's, that's what I want, but it, like I just feel like it is too much of a legal headache. You can completely fuck your life over at 16 years old off of a technicality where if you read the law and then you look at the real situation, they don't line up, which happens all the fucking time. But now it happens even more because we have people who make our laws and vote on our laws who are so technologically illiterate. They don't understand what the fuck they're doing because we have people that are over 80 years old running the free world. <laughs> Watching uh, Mark Zuckerberg when he had to uh, appear before Congress. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just the battle of the retards. <laughs> It was, it was like, hey, let's watch this dude who's super autistic. Do and, I know, like, I, I know what a JPEG that's is. That's all it was. It was, it was people, <laughs> it was people who, could, who grew up in an era where you could rebuild a car with just wrenches. <laughs> Talking with a guy who's a raging autist who doesn't understand individuality or, like, personal privacy. It, it, it's like immovable object meets unstoppable force is what that was. Hilarity. It, it was it was in that moment is when I realized that we really don't need a government. We don't. We don't need corporations. We don't. We should just return to feudalism and just elect that guy to rule us because God said he was good enough to do it. Okay, you had me in the first half, Chief. But <laughs> Look, if, <laughs> if you don't think life is easier, why do you think men get married? No gods, no masters, Dan. One god, one master, divine right. Thy will be done. It's easier. It's so much easier to just I, be like... I really don't think a crusade is going to solve this issue. I really I'm, don't. I'm, I'm not saying that it would. I'm just saying life is, in some facet, a little easier if you're just like, okay, well, God put him in power. God is infinitely smart. So when God's infinite wisdom, he put this fairly smart dude in power. I understand it in that perspective. Now, however, when you have generations of generations of inbreeding, and now that's your ruling class, you know, that's why World War One happened, basically. <laughs> I, I understand that. Crusades are pretty gruesome, man. Divine rights is a scary thing. 
It, it really is. My God's better than your God, and I have more guns to prove it. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna put you upside down on this post and cleave you in half because my God is the only one. Yeah. Well, their God was telling them to burn people alive. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and my God says we gotta decapitate him. <laughs> Can I talk to the God directly? <laughs> no, you can't. Why not? Well, because the church said so. Who runs the church? Our Pope <laughs> dude. And if you say bad things about the Pope, we will kill you. <laughs> hey, I'm going to make my own religion. You can't do that. <laughs> Martin Luther, watch me. And Jews were bad people, by the way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's my 95 thesis. You can suck my ass, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people give uh what's his name? Uh, Martin Luther like shit for being like an like anti-Semitic. Like he was alive in the fifteen hundreds. <laughs> Come on, everybody was anti-Semitic. The Jews ran, literally ran almost all the money, but that's because the Catholics were like, We don't touch money and give it to the Jews. Hundred years later, hey, all the Jews own all the property. Because you let them. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? You totally couldn't do anything else than be rich. <laughs> the Rothschilds run the world. We fucking know. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, don't get mad at other. Don't get mad at the Jewish people for it. Get mad at the fucking Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has fucked over humanity more time. You could make the argument the Catholic Church has done more damage than good, and they've done a lot of good. But overall, they've done. Was Epstein a, a Jewish last name? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I would thought would have thought so. Steen in there. Mm. I have no clue. But. I I have no issues berating the Catholic. Half my family's Catholic. Yeah. And, and I have a cousin who's a Catholic priest. And he's a great guy. But. It seems like a foreign concept to me. I mean, I, I was raised like Southern Baptist, but. I, I had like friends growing up that were like. Hispanic and and then therefore they were they're they, Catholic. they were Catholic, yeah. uh, and they always like practiced like very quote unquote religiously. Yeah. <laughs> See, I remember when I was a kid and my aunt. I don't know, man. Like that, there was that point in middle school where like uh, rosaries mm-hmm. were, were cool to wear. Oh, you had one, didn't you? I didn't. Oh, okay, good. I I wanted to get one, and my mom was like. Fucking no. <laughs> don't do that. It's not a fashion statement. It's a symbol, you dumbass. But I'm 13, and I just want the famous shirt with the bullet holes in it. I had one, damn it. We know. <laughs> Y'all said a ripstick. Uh, yeah, I did. I still have ripstick, you motherfucker. And I wish I could ride it. Don't you forget it. All I, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like eight years old, and my aunt took me and my brother to mass because they were Catholic and we were staying the weekend with them. So my aunt takes us to mass. And of course, like half the fucking sermons in Latin. Well, I'm eight and I understand like, uh, shouldn't I be hearing what the dude's saying? <laughs> like I've been to church like multiple times. Like I've been going since for like three years. I'm pretty much an expert on this whole Bible shit. Uh, he's not saying it how they say it where I go. <laughs> What's wrong here? And then, then they start doing communion. And I'm like, oh, and I didn't you know being a fucking eight-year-old, I didn't know they did like communion at every fucking mass. And because you know, at the Methodist church, you do it like once a month or whatever. Like it's like Passover. Right. And so doing communion and I'm like about to partake in communion. And then like, she's like, you can't do that. And I'm like, the fuck you, what? And she's like, well, you're not Catholic. I was like, 
Yeah, but I'm Christian. Well, it's different. Oh, so, oh, so you're like the you're like the elite. Fuck you. And ever since then, are you it, are you gatekeeping God right now? That's basically what they were doing. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, oh, so you're just gatekeeping your shitty version of Christianity. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I wanted more rules in kneeling and to learn a third language. Fuck you. Like like the whole like we pray so much we have a padded rest for our knee. Fuck off. That I hated that shit. No, I could sit down and pray. Say I can take a shit and pray at the same time. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I just, uh, I, I, I have an issue like with the Catholic Church across the board. Maybe it's because they killed so many Jews. I don't know. Whatever. Or touched a lot of kids. That too. I, I'll, I'll never get over the Bill Burr bit when the like some morning news people were like talking to him, like some ten a.m. news shit. They're like, do you think you went a little too hard on the Catholic Church? Like, do you think you took it a little too far? And he's like, well, don't you think the Catholic Church took it a little too far? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why are you booing? I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if we touch kids because we'll just shuffle them around in the church. If 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 your religion or, or your sect of religion harbors pedophiles, you should switch your religion. I, I'm looking at you, fucking Jehovah's Witness. So many old pedo men. In that church, and they just just let them touch kids, yep, much as they want, mm-hmm. and it's okay because they're an old man and they give a lot of money to the church. Yeah, that's how it works. Boy, how does rebel yell? Bring out the rebel spirit in me. You gonna finish that first glass? This is my second glass, asshole. <laughs> I'll be sober by seven thirty. I sure hope so. Mm. Speaking of rebel spirit, um, overall, how do you like living on your own? Uh, it's been dope. Yeah, I um, I uh, twenty three years old, and this is the first time I've ever had like an entire place to myself, and it's it's pretty liberating. I bet it's different having a whole house to yourself rather than because like I just had a one bedroom apartment, which wasn't much bigger than like my living room here. Yeah. But I, because like I feel kind of overwhelmed with how much like upkeep just having a house is. Oh yeah, it's a fuck done. So, I hope that doesn't wear you down. But I bet the just the fact like when you're finally done like cleaning and you're just like, that's right, I did that shit, and now I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking on. Did you shit with the door open? Not really. I'm I'm pretty conservative. Nah, like, like I don't I don't like the dogs looking at me while I shit. Oh, it's the thing. That's fair. Because when I lived in the apartment, I didn't have deuce yet. Yeah. But I would shoot with the door open because I lived in a one-bedroom apartment by myself. If it was just me and I didn't have any animals, I've got I've got two dogs and a cat. Yeah. They, they're just nosy yeah, all cat, the time. Cat will just walk in. <laughs> what? What? Get shit. Oh, man. I bet the cleanup after those two dogs is a lot. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an undertaking. I have to stay on it daily or it just gets... Uh, really bad, but I mean, it, I'm kind of thankful for it because like it it makes me keep a clean house because if I didn't have them, everything would, everything would just get dusty and cluttered. Yeah, I mean you're like fuck, so much goddamn dog hair. It's like well if I'm sweeping, I might as well go ahead and do this and yeah. this and this, and then like oh fuck, it's two o'clock. Give a mouse cookie. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I drink. <laughs> exactly. See, man, every time I see like the dishes piled like really high, I'm like, I have weed. <laughs> 
Yeah. That, and I have YouTube. Normally helps. <laughs> and this is going to make watching these dishes so... I'm going to watch a special on the World War II something. <laughs> Every time I do that, there's a there's a YouTube channel called... Uh, it really, the whole the overarching channel is called like Time Ghost. Yeah. But it started out... Not to be confused with Space Ghost. Not, not to be confused at all. Um, it started out as a week-by-week telling as if it's happening that week newsreel of World War One, And they started it in 2014. So everything they were talking about happened 100 years ago to the day. And it was really cool. And I watched it all throughout college. Uh, but it does, like, you know, like World War One turn into, like, a slog where you're like, holy shit, like, how, like, you just get desensitized. Like, yeah, like, 3,700 people died in this one battle. Like, what do you fucking do? You know, and it, it, it's so good. And then they continued it with, like, between two wars series and they keep going back doing episodes but now they're on a world war ii thing and it's like in 1943 and i've been watching it uh since like early 1942 so i've been like watching every weekly episode since then and i will just smoke not get like blazing up but i'll just go smoke a little bit like the equivalent like a d8 high watch that while i wash dishes and by the time the episode's over all the dishes are done I don't I don't get what the big deal is about it, man. I, I, that shit just makes me more, like, it makes me more patient with society and life in general. Like. It makes me just not mad. Yeah. It's like. You, well, the giant's get, down by 30. I guess I'll go smoke a bowl. <laughs> At least we got the best uniforms in the league. <laughs> I always do it to, like, keep myself from making irrational decisions. Because anytime, like, you, you like smoke or you just like you're more aware of the environment that you're placing yourself in the actions and decisions like, that are, are dependent on it you're like yo i don't need to go out i can just chill here and i got like chicken in the freezer i can cook that and pretty sure i got some carrots in there fuck it like let's boil them bitch oh, damn i got i got some clothes i need to wash too fuck yeah i'll just yeah. stand <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Whereas, like, alcohol is like, hey, dog, we're going to crank up the volume of the shit you want to hear so fucking loud where you can't hear the shit you don't want to hear. And we're just going to make it so loud and so fun. And then the next day is going to be so shit. <laughs> and we're going to do this five days a week <laughs> for the rest of your life. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I drink to forget. Man. <laughs> so, speaking of turning up the volume, making things loud as fuck, my brother and I finally got to see one of, and not, not necessarily his, but one of my favorite bands listening to in high school. And I still listen to him today, just not as much because I just have a much wider range of music, which doesn't say much because I have a very thin range overall. But, and, and he, he's a fan of him too, and we finally got to go see Clutch. Hell yeah. Have, have you ever listened to him? I, I have sparsely. Like, just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So, finally got to go see Clutch, and it was the shit. Uh, the Clutch part of it. Let me go ahead and... All right. Oh, but you're telling me you didn't enjoy seeing I Hate God live? <sighs> okay, let me... <laughs> That's like chapter four. Let's hear it, bud. So, I get the tickets online uh, like two months ago. Brother's like, hey, dog, I'll float you if you can cover it right now. 
and since we both work for the state of Texas, we both get paid on the same day, but Steve works only IT and I do teaching. I get paid a little more than he does. Whatever. So fuck it, I'll float those tickets. And he was like Weird 90. flex, but okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been dropped a whole $90. <laughs> yeah. So uh, bought the tickets. Two months go by. Honestly, kind of forgot about the show. I hadn't really listened to Clutch in a while, and I was like, fuck it. So uh, fast forward to spring break. Uh, the show is the Saturday, the second Saturday of spring break. So the, the last weekend, mm-hmm. uh, we're hanging out with my family and shit. And then Max, my brother and I, we pack up, we leave, and then we go to the show. Well, the show is not, it's listed as Tyler. It's not in Tyler. It's like yeah. out in fucking Owen town, which is, if you're familiar with the area, it's like, like off of 271, like Northeast of town headed towards like Gilmer. So we're Gladewater. So we go to the deal and we get there and it's just like this old like warehouse building, which is fine for a venue. We go there and I was kind of thinking about like, because I still had like some pot and I was thinking like, eh, maybe I'll smoke a little bowl before we go in or whatever. But I didn't because there's like, like security, like directing the where to park and shit. So I'm like, ah, never mind. So we just go ahead and go in. We go into the show and rather than just having just like, door security like the club would have or the venue would have they just have like fucking cops oof up there and now i don't know if they were actually cops because not a single one of them was thinner than me and i'm not saying i'm like super fit and like these they, it was three fat fucks and one of them was a girl did did hawkins have a pd <laughs> fair point <laughs> i swear to god like <laughs> like that's who they had to have employed like, like, it, it, like, if it came down to it to where they had to chase me down, like, I'm getting away. You, you know what I mean? Like, like if they apprehended yeah, me, that, they got uh, a shot. But if they got to run after me, they ain't catching me. The physical they have to pass before they're actually a quote-unquote cop is bullshit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. So, at any rate, uh, rather than just, like, having us go with, like, a little metal detector or having, like, a little wand thing like most people do, we're just saying, like, hey, dog, empty all of the stuff out of your pockets, and we're going to pat you down. You know, give you that fair warning. If you got anything, now's a really good time to go put it in your car. You know, mm-hmm. that's what most places do. Rather than that, I just walk in, and then she just immediately shoves her hands in my pockets, frisks me all over the fucking place, and then just, like, shoves me along. And I'm like... No warning, nothing? Nothing. Damn. And I'm just like, uh, oh, okay. I mean, I didn't have, all I have was like my, like I, I pulled some of the stuff out of my, like my keys and shit. Like I took everything out of my pockets and then she, cause I was just thought she was going to like kind of wave me down with a wand or just kind of pat some spot. No, she just like frisked all of my pants. I'm like, all right, well that's unsettling. We go in and all the dudes from Post Profit are there, which is like a local band out of Longview and, uh. My brother actually used to play with one of them, and they got to chat for a little bit. Was it Nick? Uh, no, it was Jordan. A, Jordan, yeah. bass player. Yeah. No. Yeah, bass player. And then, because uh, Nick's the dude with really long hair, right? Yeah, he's a guitarist. Yeah. So, is it, they, they talked to Jordan for a little bit. They're about to go on tour. They got invited as like a freebie guest kind of thing to the event. So, it, it was all good for them. And uh, we go get a beer, which was $6 for a fucking Budweiser. So, I got one beer for the whole night, because I'm not going to drop... $30 to get shit faced. And so we go to like the very front of the general admission, which is probably 35 yards back from the stage. You right. know, like if, if I'm standing where I'm standing, the railing is where you are. There was like one person in front of us. 
Oh, so y'all are up front. Well, 35 yards because there was the VIP pit. And then ah, there was like, okay. yeah. although it wasn't a pit because most people. The, front, but, front of GA. Yeah. Very funny, which was great because all the speakers are angled right at you. You're in front of the sound booth, so there's nothing obstructing your vision unless you're five seven, five eight, like me. But I was wearing my work boots, so I was a solid five eight and a half for that reason. And we were at the show. First band comes on. Yep. Group out of Britain named Tiger Paw. Tiger Paw. Tiger Cub. Tiger Cub. Tiger Cub. And uh, the guys from Post Proper like, yo, we're big fans of them. We took a lot of inspiration from them. You'll love them. Because like, and I told him, I was like, yeah. I was talking to Jordan. I was like, yeah, me and Trick. I was like, yeah, I see you out there all the fucking time. Where's this asshole? And Max was like, oh, I got a kid, you know, whatever. Just like, fair excuse. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. I'm excited to see this man. I'm excited to see where a band that I've listened to a lot got its inspiration. Because that's always fun. And they go up there and like, sounds fucky. Like, something like, why, in the, why aren't the drums mic'd up? And my brother is like, big into sound engineering he picks up on that shit like real fucking quick i just knew something was wrong he knew exactly what was wrong hey this isn't working this is working how come these aren't on how come you know and it's like what the fuck's up with the sound shit they finally got it fixed and then two songs in it cuts out again and then they tell him like hey dude our power keeps tripping we got to get the next band on here so they got to play like three fucking songs two of them at like half volume and they were really fucking good pissed me off i was like damn that sucks i bet they get they didn't get paid either yeah but they're on like a long like tour or whatever. But more on that in a second. A uh, little bit of time goes by. They, they're setting up for the next band. And a band comes comes on that's called I Hate God. And it's spelled E-Y-E and then Hate God. All one word. And I'm like, all right, this is either going to be really good or really shit. And it was complete fucking shit. <laughs> like, the I could, one song didn't sound different than any of the others. It was four minutes of seeing a dude completely just like shit face drunk just screaming into the microphone where i couldn't understand what he was saying for an hour and i'm like so you were there at the longview show for uh, cutthroat conspiracy yes how did they rank where cutthroat conspiracy was like all right cutthroat conspiracy is not my speed of music it's not really for me mine 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 either but seeing that shit live is definitely yeah. uh, what i call church so my, my whole thing about my brother feels the same sentiment. If I can't make out half of what you're saying, really don't because if I can't make out half of what you're saying because you're screaming it so much, mm, I, I don't need to put in work to appreciate your shitty art. That's like the way I feel about it. If if the user has to really put an effort on their end, you need to do a better job making it more applicable to me. Based. Which, which granted it is is a is a strong point of contention a lot of people yeah. would disagree with that especially if you're like the artist like it's not for it's you like, to understand well well why don't i just enjoy this music instead and, and yeah i guess but <laughs> but it's like it's hard for me to enjoy it if yeah. i don't understand the message yeah i mean if it's not directed at you then it's it's not meant for you that's, yeah that's completely fine and and, and, and and that's not to like depreciate what it is or right for like sure that. like i'm just like oh, i'm not the target audience the same for me i appreciate those who do enjoy because there's a lot of metal music that i do enjoy but a lot of it doesn't involve a whole lot of screaming right cutthroat conspiracy was good at what they did right i hate god is bad they're just objectively <laughs> so it, it wasn't just the subject matter it was, it was that they were actually garbage yeah and they're like all over 40 so it's like y'all ah. been doing and it's like y'all have been doing this for a minute 
and it sucks. <laughs> like, how the fuck do you have a fan base bigger than eight? You, you know what I mean? Like, this, oh my god! Like, it, it 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 was this dude. He like when he grabbed the microphone, he probably had like. 10 extra feet of cable and he'd like wrap himself around it and shit like that. And he would just like scream. Like he screamed the the two words every day for four minutes straight. As, as the, as the guitar and the bass just kept doing like drop C dong, 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 just what? Well, I want $10 back on my fucking tape. This was terrible. This was dog shit. I'm, I'm like, me and, my, me and my brother are just fucking laughing. Like, like, are you just like, oh my, like, we're like, you, you're like when you watch a movie that's so bad, you're like, what the fuck are they thinking? What, what is going on here? And there were some people that were into it. I don't get it. I don't smoke meth. And they're also from New Orleans, so whatever. Uh, are you, what, what correlation are you trying to make there? I don't think good decisions come from New Orleans. That's based. <laughs> you can't eat that much fried food and see 50. That's all I'm saying. Lil Wayne was from New Orleans. Lil Wayne almost died from a coding overdose multiple times. That, these are facts. <laughs> there we go. Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne made it. Thousands of others didn't. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. Diamond in the rough. Appreciate that, Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> if you ask me, Katrina. If you ask me, Katrina, do enough. But why would they fucking like just found like a a large city underneath sea level? It like, that wasn't just... supposed to be a large. It's a trading post <laughs> that was built by the French, and they're like, "Hey, it's the best spot to build a town at the mouth of this incredibly important river." I understand why they did it. Oddly enough. During the Civil War, it was the biggest city in the South. Did you know that? New Orleans used to be the biggest city was in the that, South. Was that before or after Galveston got hit by that fucking... Galveston didn't get hit until 1900. Okay. So this is a, a good span of time between the two. But New Orleans was the biggest city in the South. I know Galveston was the biggest port. Yes, for like a 10-year span. Yeah. like From like 1890 to like 1910. Or like 1900, right when the storm hit. And then Houston became the big city. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, during the Civil War, the... New Orleans was the biggest and most important city that the South had. They lost it like midway through 1862 because the Confederacy didn't have any fucking money. Um, But the reason why it was the biggest city is because it was founded by the French as a trading post, whereas many other towns and settlements in the South were like, "Uh, no, we're big on the whole like plantation aspect. We don't need big cities and banks and stuff telling us what to do. The landowner needs to have all the money. By landowner, they mean slave owner. Anyway. Anyway, so back to I hate God. I more like I hate them because they fucking suck. Uh, they leave, and then Clutch finally comes out, and holy shit, it's so fucking good. It's just that they have an album called Pure Rock Fury, and that's the best way I can describe it. It was so good. Um. They played just about every song I wanted them to hear. There was a couple that I wanted them to hear that obviously they're not going to be able to play because it's not a four-hour show built just for me. Right. Um, and they played a couple songs that I didn't know because they have like 12 albums and I haven't heard all of them, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, the ones that I had in high school you know, they that I you know had back then that I listened to a lot, <clears> they played a lot of them. I think they played at least one song from every album. And 
they're just fucking good. And those are all dudes that are like up in their third, like up in their forties, but they fucking rocked, man. It was, it was cool to see people that are in between mine and my dad's age go out there and do shit that I want to do. Right. And like still have the energy to do it. Like their, their lead guitarist, old out of shape. Like, hey man, I mean, if, if you got it down, but you, the, you can you can still perform. Well, see, the thing was Fucking like ass kiss. Well, yeah, no shit. Well, see, the thing <laughs> was like he wouldn't. I don't have to. I can just ask Ashley. <laughs> uh, he wouldn't even like dancing around doing anything. He just stood there and held his guitar up at like a pretty high angle and just shredded the whole fucking show, and just stood in the same spot. It was it was outstanding. Uh, not mosh pit level energy because the crowd was kind of old. We were on the younger end well, of the I mean, spectrum. Clutch is like on the cusp of like stoner rock, so I wouldn't expect an entire lot of moshing. Yeah, but uh, there was uh, one part where he was like, "Damn, y'all must grow up quick in Texas. Looks like the median age is thirty five. <laughs> That's what the dude said. I'm like, "Hey, I got a point. It's hot as fuck down here." <laughs> But he uh, it was an amazing show, and that that really made it. Uh, they left they left on the stage, and the crowd got an encore out of them. They probably had it planned anyway. That was the first time I've ever seen them come like a band come out when the crowd really wanted an encore. They came out and played three more songs. And I was like, damn, it's fucking good. I had to, and then of course my brother and I we brought like our little ear acers, you know those little deals that I wear when I go to shows because they they're just too fucking loud. Cook. Call me that all you want. Didn't have a migraine. I, I've had it. I've had when I went to the Avatar show, that Swedish metal band I listened to at Clicks. Avatar show. Avatar, like the band name is Avatar. The band name was Avatar. Yeah, is they're still a band. They're, they're a Swedish metal band, which I recommend. Uh, of course you do. Of course, because it's named Avatar. No, because I was working at Jimmy John's, and those dudes came in and all got free subs because they had little punch cards Slinging and free $5 subs. Five dollars of happiness all over town, and I did. And they were like, "You should come see us play. We are a rock band, Avatar." And I'm like, "What?" And I looked you up on Spotify, and I'm like, "Holy shit! <laughs> my speakers in my truck are on fire!" And 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 then a year later, they came or two about a year and a half later, they came back to so the. Let me get this straight. You delivered food to the band. No, 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 no. They came into the store. Oh. So okay. I got to see all of them. I'm like, man, these fucking lanky ass motherfuckers tall as shit. And I'm like, we are Swedish. And I'm like, oh, that's a terrible Swedish accent. But I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like 18 and a half, 19 years old at this time. And I'm like, starstruck. I'm yeah. Like, holy and I'm like, shit, these hol- guys, these guys are famous, man. Well, then I looked at them. I'm like, they got like half a million listeners on Spotify. Like, they, like, <laughs> they, they really were something. I mean, yeah. Most of them were European, but you know, hey, that's that's pretty fucking big, right? <laughs> well, like, like they're not big in the you, States. You act like that's like... <laughs> you know, most of them were European, so... <laughs> you know, doesn't really affect me here in North America. Fuck. <laughs> I, don't, I can't learn two the, languages. Are you insane? They're not real people. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but at any rate... Uh, so, so yeah, yeah, like they came into Jimmy John's, uh, or, or I show the to my to my friend Banana Hammock, and then we start getting into Avatar, and then lo and behold, they come back to Tyler, and I'm like, holy shit, we got to go. We went to Clicks, it was like thirty five bucks, and I didn't have those erasers, and the whole next day I had a fucking headache. Awesome show, awesome mosh pit, but had a headache. Did you stop and pick up some Vagisil for it? I love how like protecting my body makes me into a pussy it's like oh you wear a seatbelt what a 
<laughs> you want to suck a cock while you're doing that too, asshole? It's like, oh, you, you more hearing protection is something that's as loud as a fucking jet engine taking off? What are you, a pussy? <laughs> Fuck out of here. You wear ear protection at the shooting range? I mean... Fuck out of here. Feels a lot better without that rubber, bro. It's also a lot more dangerous. <laughs> here for a good time, not a long time, honey. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to make the time I'm here a good time and not a sadness. Anyway, so... I hate my life. <laughs> you keep saying that, I'm going to think it's not a joke. <laughs> it's been three years, dog. <laughs> We're getting there. Hang on. We're getting there. <laughs> oh boy, it's coming. All right, so get this. Uh, so af- after the show, um, after Clutch came out and played those those three, um, we pull out our ear protection, and then you know, we start kind of making our way to the merch table. That's kind of near that the entrance exit, you know. And the dude, the drummer from Tiger Cubs, there, and he's from Britain. And we're talking, and we get to talk to him, like, dude, so sorry, couldn't play your show. The songs y'all played just sound awesome. That was fucking great. Beans and toast, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, you know, just just really talking to me, you know, trying to make him feel better about the shit situation. And they had a, they had a vinyl on sale. Blimey. Yeah. Fucking hell. So that they had, they got a record on sale <laughs> in Britain. So, yeah, I, I bought I bought their vinyl, and lo and behold, it's like a solid white vinyl. So, it looks pretty cool. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. And then... Um, fucking hipster. I know. You have a fucking record collection, too. <laughs> I know. I just like to give you You shit. make fun of me for the same <laughs> shit you do. This is why I drink. <laughs> too forget. <good. laughs> At any rate, so... Uh, uh. <laughs> I get the vinyl, and I'm like, fuck, my record player's all, like, booty right now, so it doesn't really work. It's like, well, hell, I go ahead and just download it on Spotify. And they have, like, 200 or 100,000, like, monthly listeners. Yeah. So, pretty well established. I mean, it's way more than Lenny and the D's got, fortunately. Um, Have you ever heard of Mooseblood? No, I haven't. Uh, Fuck. It's 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 definitely an emo band, but they're they're from Britain as well. Um, I saw them live when I went to see um, A Day to Remember in Dallas. They opened up for them, and I was, like, super stoked because I've been listening for Moose Blood for a really long time. Nice. And, like, they are a huge, like, like popular band, but it's, like, indie emo. Yeah. But it's, like, it's not a huge problem, man, but it's your man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was there, and I was, like, the only person that, that knew the lyrics, and, like, everybody was, like there to see a day to remember and a day to remember and moose blood are just like fucking opposite ends of the spectrum yeah it's like moose blood's like it i'm i'm gonna cry and i'm gonna sing my fucking heart out and a day to remember is just like i'm gonna stop and shout until i feel better and like okay yeah (laughs) but i mean it it was great seeing them live but the energy was not there like i I could tell i was the only one enjoying it (laughs) And that's fine. Yeah. And sometimes you may be the only one enjoying it. There were like three people that were really into I Hate God that were there out of the 400 <laughs> or so that were. Anyway. But uh, so, yeah, we're talking uh, to the drummer, telling him, you know, hey, good luck with the rest of your show. Bought the record. My brother bought a T-shirt of him because he, he felt bad for him, too. And they were and we listened to him actually on the way back to our house. Yeah. Uh, houses. He lives 700 yards away, if that. Um, and she we just docks him shit. Huh? So why don't you just dock some shit? <laughs> So uh, we scoot down to the merch table. We get to the clutch section of it. And I bought the shirt. Max bought the same shirt. So now we can 
twin it, I guess. But we both wanted the tour so shirt. So who, who, who grabbed the shirt first? Me. Here's another thing. His fucking card got declined because uh, Chase wanted to be at... What? And then he made you pay for it? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the same fucking card just worked for the Tiger Cub oh, damn. deal. And then he comes to me and it's just like, wasn't working. Like, hey, dog, card Chase, Chase is on that bitch-ass bullshit. And then he was like, I haven't... I just fucking... He's like, That's okay. That's why I don't bank with him anymore. And, 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 he was, and then he was like, all right, here's... It, it was a Capital One card they hadn't used in like years. But he just has it like in case like, fuck, I gotta spend some money, you know, whatever. And it got declined because it was like, oh, you haven't used your card. We think somebody's still. So I was like, hey, dude, I got it. He's He already owes me money from our last show, so it's all good. So that's kind of the thing about when your brother lives that close to you. Right. You can be like, you could be $100 in the hole to me because I know where you fucking live. <laughs> and I will shit in your yard. <laughs> um, and he knows it because I piss in it. But um, <laughs> I wish I was making that up. But he... Like car where I was like, hey, fuck it, man. Like it was kind of crowded. And we need to get out of there. So I was like, fuck it, dude. I'll get it. And he was like, thanks, man. So whatever. We'll just throw that thirty on the hundred you already owe me. Right, it's no right. big yeah, deal. Yeah. I was like, so you're gonna get the same shirt? He's like, well, the other one is just like just said clutch on it, you know. And I'm like, yeah, which you can get on eBay for like ten bucks. I said, but this one's like tour shirt, which has like, and I'll show it to you. Okay, that makes sense. You know, and, and I'm the, not gonna give him shit for that because like <laughs> the if it if there was only one tour shirt, I mean, I, I probably would have bought that as well. Had yeah. I been there. And then just like, you know, hey, you know, like, we're going to go out. Hey, are you going to wear your clutch shirt? No. Okay, cool. Because I'm wearing mine. I'm like, all right, you know, don't. You both. guys aren't going to coordinate ever. It's just, no. It's just going to happen one day. Hopefully, like, when we, like, play a show, we're both wearing a clutch shirt. It's fucking simps. Dude, they're fucking good, man. <laughs> mm. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to hit the mic. But uh, if I didn't already have a song picked out, to end this episode with, it would be a clutch song. Clutch song will be coming soon. Maybe on old Milwaukee mini. Cause they're so fucking good. Eat my dick. What? <laughs> Why are you like this? No songs uh, already picked out. That's all that matters. Yeah. The song. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> we ain't changing it. It's too late. But, uh, well, one of my, you know, best friends, you know, Robbie, you know him. Right. Uh, he used to give me so much shit for listening to clutch. Cause like I would make him listen to it as we went to school. Cause he was 16 and I was, or he was four, 15 and I was 17. And I said, fuck you. It's my dad's truck and my sound system. I put in it. So we get a list of my music. You're going to listen to clutch at six 45 in the morning. And you're a dick. That's what we did. You would have done it too. You would have made somebody who didn't like Lil Wayne blast Lil Wayne going into the parking lot. I would have never, I, I will stand by this. I've always been the musically accommodating person that I've ever known. Well, see, ever since then, I've been that guy. Unless you're a close friend of mine, because then fuck you. Right. Because you, you, like, like if you know, if you and I are just hanging out and I got control of the stereo, or you giving me control, which happens eventually, like, hey, dog, fucking pick something. I'm tired of picking. And then I'm going to play my shit. You gave me 100% control. I'm going to fucking do it. But, like, if you're, like, around, like, a big group of people, and usually there's, like, chicks involved, yeah, I'm not going to play clutch. It's not going to go over well. And it's, it's like, like, fucking off spray. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody let, let a goddamn fucking tiki torch outside. It's like, like, playing clutch is the equivalent of, like, playing Parappa the Rapper. All right, I resent that. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> hey, yo, we got to def- we gotta get the bitches out of the house. Like, yo, boot up Parappa. <laughs> you got to believe. And then, like, next thing you know, it's like three dudes and a bunch of weed. It's 4 a.m. and you slammed your dick in the car door. 
I slam a penis in the condom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. So, uh, yeah, it was, so, so yeah, we both buy the shirts and right. we get, and we get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And it was the best rock show I've seen since the Courtney Barnett show in 2019. Really? Yes. Granted, I have not seen a whole lot of rock shows since then. Now, now I have so what had. What you're saying is they're better than Post Profit. I have had. <laughs> okay, I love Mosh Pits. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Mosh Pit Energy. That's why I love Breaking Up Fights at the Middle School because it's like that level energy. It's fucking great. However, I, I do like Post Profit. Mm-hmm. They are not better than Clutch. No. That that's that. Clutch is like. They they have their spot. Yes. And I've been listening to Clutch for a long time. You've got 12 albums. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about Post Profit. Some of Post Profit's originals are great. They're fantastic. Some of their covers that they do live, I like a little more. Absolutely. 100%. I will agree with that. I'm just saying. One album. They, they have one album so far. Yeah. I, I have a whole lot of hope for what they have like prepared for the future. Yeah. Because I, I feel like they're, they're really going to evolve well as an artist. And, and, and I hope they do. As somebody who, fuck it, I'm a musician. As somebody who is one, as somebody who's coming from the same area, I hope to God they get a bag, they get a label, they go on to they get to do what they want to do. Because when I'm 40, if I have the opportunity, hey, do you want to teach or do you want to go tour in Japan? <laughs> That's a pretty fucking no-brainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go to Japan. <laughs> 100%. Ni hao. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, mm. so mm. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Where are we taking that? Me in Japan <laughs> would be such a because, like, I love the Japanese. You, I, you I, do. Like, like I really, yeah. I really do love Japanese culture. I fucking hate them at the same time. <laughs> and I think it's because I've seen way too much. I've read too much. I've read too much. I've read too much World War Two. Have shit. you ever heard of the, the director Clint Eastwood? Yes. I feel like you'd really like him. I really do. <laughs> How'd you feel about Gran Torino? Damn, if it was played backwards, it'd be better. <laughs> you just see a man getting more and more racist towards Asian people. God damn it. I remember watching that movie when it first came out. And like, my, like, boomer parents thinking it was so, like, revolutionary. Like, oh, he's giving that, them Korean kids a chance. <laughs> like... Yeah, they're they're both human. I don't I don't understand what's so monumental about it. <laughs> my, my whole thing is like, like with, and and this is the thing, and I've and I've been pretty pretty clear on that. Maybe not on the show, but in person. Now let me be clear. No, uh, when I talk about like the Japanese, like the people, the country, you know, I right. use the word the Japanese. But when I talk about like the World War Two Japanese soldier. They're the fucking Japs. In the same light where it's like, when I talk about the German people and German culture, whatever. When I'm talking about like dudes in the SS or in the Wehrmacht in World yeah, but, War but II. But the, the issue is that you use that terminology at bars in public. When I'm talking about the Japs, there's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. Because, I, because I'll call the Germans Krauts too. Okay, you, you, can, you can stand by that and there is a difference with, with the conversation between me and you. But sure. if there's a third party listening... At a bar. Are they're, they're, they Japanese? 
Who knows? So, oh, who knows? Why are people getting offended on other people's behalf? I'm offended that you're offended. Yeah. That I- <laughs> I'm upset that you're not mad at what you just did. I know I did it. <laughs> now, granted, granted, I you think- can't. You can't live the. You just can't live life as a based individual like 100 percent of the time. No. I I know. I, I know. I know you want to, and that you you really try hard to, but like that's so hard. Yeah. How many, how many times do you have to vouch for me when I'm not around? More than I, I can count. More than I can count. It, is it getting more or less? As less. Time goes? Okay, less. And I'm thankful for that because when I first met you, you were a shit show and I'm glad you're better. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> I think this guy's actually He worked racist. at U-Haul and didn't give a damn. <laughs> like. Not two dams. Yeah, I'll work on Sunday, <laughs> but I'm showing up hungover. I'm bringing my 3DS. <laughs> And I'm going to put the Giants game on and you can't stop me. I did that every week. And they were like, hey, you can't be watching football at work. And I'm like, well, it's a sin to work on a Sunday. That was my, that I didn't say that, but that was like the energy of my response. Yeah. They were like, it was kind of like, well, I'm up here. Nobody else is. What you going to do? This is damn good bourbon. That's what I'm thinking. I'm Rebel. definitely gonna have to get another bottle of it. Rebel Yell. That's something you can drink over ice. You, if if I can't enjoy it neat or with like a big cube of ice like I do, then I don't want to drink. And Clan McGregor, I can do that. With. Room temperature, it'd probably be rough, but on ice, it's any com- li- com- completely manageable. Any liquor room temperature is rough. I could drink Rumpel room temperature. That's because you're a sadist. And you want to have other people feel your pain. You can swallow rumple at room temperature. Yeah. Oh, God. You can swallow a lot of things at room temperature, Chief. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess you can. (laughs) This show is brought to you by Rebel Yell. We're going to take a short sponsor break after that one. This show is not This show is not monetizable. There's no way. This is a come town equivalent. I hope you know that. I just I I'm just not I'm not three comedians in New York, so I don't have any fucking following. But at any rate, at any rate, at any rate. The leave the clutch show Come back, awesome. Uh, and then all day Sunday, I just smoked a fuckload of pot and played Civ Six. I'm so glad I got that game on sale. I, I'm I'm bowing, and I'm so <laughs> thankful that I could help you enjoy this experience. Well, see, the, like the thing was, is when you told I, I I pushed on you for so hard. You did. I pushed on you for so hard because I played Civ Five for probably a total of like 200 hours total. In high school. It's like me and my buddy from high school, we would just play that shit all the time. It's so fun. It's so good. Like, you get to run an entire country. Yeah. Economically, militarily, politically. Yeah. It's amazing. It's fucking fantastic. And I mean, if it's under the right circumstances, it could be ideal. Like, I love playing those games on, like, huge maps, and there's only, like, four players. Like, yeah. So, like, you, you don't run into each other until, like, 
Late the game. very last quarter half of the game, or the, yeah. the quarter part of the game. Mm. It's a, a giant time sink, which I can appreciate, but I know it's not healthy. Yeah, like, I, I have to limit myself to, like, one day a week playing. Because otherwise, because when I first got it, it was, like, you get four days in a row. Real sweaty. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah, four days in a row, me and you were playing it, like, every night on the same, like, mm-hmm. holy, dude, we got it. Five hours at a time. Yeah, this is not healthy. But, yeah, I did that, and Ashley was cool with it. Because she fucking better be. Um, so. Or what? Or she's going to kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time to address the elephant in the room. How's grocery shopping? Uh, grocery shopping's fantastic. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. Was it an adjustment period? Because, like, when I live with roommates, you know, a lot of times, like, hey, guys, I'm going to cook. You know, and you'd make enough for three, four people. You know, we only ever live with maximum four. It's definitely an adjustment period. But it's like, oh, fuck. You know, like, once I started living by myself, like, damn, it's going to take three days to eat this shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, a month and a half into living by myself. And, um, it's rough because I'm... I'm used to cooking for like, I like this is just how I grew up learning. It's like you're going to cook for five to six people, no matter what you fix, mm-hmm. and that was fine when. And the, that's why Southerners get fat. Exactly. Yeah, it was fine when there were two people living in the house, uh, but there's not now. There's only one person living in the house, and it's me. Um, so now I have uh, seven days worth of groceries whenever I cook once, and it's not great. I ate spaghetti for like eight days <laughs> in uh, February for like a week straight. You're just like eating the fuck out of like some Tums in the morning. <laughs> I got to have four of them before I drink my coffee. Otherwise, it's going to be a bad day. There's not really a sense in cooking anything else. I've already got this in the fridge. Just reheat it. And then you do that for as long as you, you're not hungry. And um, yeah. So I did that. And I I need to adjust something <laughs> that's I, I need to fix it i'm i have to cook smaller portions it's yeah it, yeah it's an issue yeah my uh my my meat beans and rice that i made shit since back when fucking elijah and i lived together holy shit so i've been making that shit since like 2015 it'd be like a pound of whatever ground meat you wanted plus like a cup of rice and then like a can of uh, like pinto beans. Right. And it it's damn good. I like it. Ashley thinks it's bland as fuck. But it, like if I make it for like me and my roommates or whoever else living with me, then it's like, all right, cool. We have like one portion of leftovers. But when I made it, once I started living by myself, it's like, oh, cool. I get to eat on this for, this is lunch for the next three days. It's ridiculous. It really is. It's like you underestimate how you... <sighs> I say you underestimate. You overestimate how much you, you can eat in mm-hmm. one sitting. And I guess that's just like the American like thought pattern of like way we were raised and like clean your plate. Which I don't I don't live in a house like that. If if you don't clean your plate in my house, I'm not offended. Because if you eat enough to where you're full, that's where I'm I'm sated. I'm happy that I provided for you and you're not hungry anymore. You don't have to clean your plate. That's not going to fucking we're not growing up in the, the the fucking 40s or 50s where it's going to be like, 
oh, you don't enjoy my cooking? Are you not going to finish your entire plate? Like, no, uh, I'm 100% in that camp. If you don't clean your plate, I'm going to clean your clock. Like, You're a goddamn liar because I've been to your house before and I haven't finished my plate. I know. And, it, and I haven't gotten punched in the face yet. It hurts me so much in my soul. And I think it's I think it's because like I was raised in an environment where it's like, we don't, we ain't got two nickels, bitch, you better eat that. Like, Growing up poor does that to you. Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> you don't know when your next meal is going to come. And I'm, I'm growing, okay? Like, had single mo- single mother household. My dad lived by himself. It was always hamburger helper. And, um... Yeah. I mean, you eat as much as you can. Like, as long as you're sated, that's fine. That's what it's there for. You're not gonna you're not gonna embarrass me if you don't finish what's on your plate. And my grandparents were like that, which I mean it was fucking toxic Thanksgiving, and that's why I ate myself into a coma and still do probably. But now As it, God it, intended. As God intended. Uh based. It's not at all what God <laughs> intended, but anyway. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I feel like growing out of that is a monumental thing for people our age. Because that's not the environment we were raised in. Leftovers aren't the end of the world. I love leftovers. Yeah. So. Le- leftovers slap, dude. Yeah. So, speaking of having leftovers and, like, buying groceries and shit, you said you bought a bunch of ends and pieces. Explain to the audience what ends and pieces are. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, it, it, I was introduced to ends and pieces by my father growing up. Um, well. <laughs> I fucking love your dad. Easy. I fucking, I fucking <laughs> Easy. love your dad. So, my my dad would always buy ends and pieces because I mean that's the best bang for your buck. Ends and pieces is it, it's just like a like a fucking five pound package pre sealed of what it sounds like. It's ends and pieces of bacon. So, yeah. a lot of the cuts. It's basically shake. I'll, it's it's the shake of bacon. That's yeah. the fucking best way to put it. It's, it's, it's the shake I com- of bacon. I commend you for that. It's the <laughs> shake of bacon. So it's it'll get you where you want. Exactly. It'll it, it will eventually get you where so, you want to be. Grocery shopping. I bought I bought ends and pieces. It's just a fucking five pound bag bag of just for like, like twelve bucks. Ends and pieces of bacon. It was nine bucks. Shit. Hell yeah. So I uh, this morning for breakfast. I just I'd like. Put out like a quarter of the package in a pan and just fry that bitch up. Just like a lot of bacon fat and bacon. And like almost done. And I just cracked like three eggs in it. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Tacos. I just warmed up some tortillas and just like put it on tortillas with hot sauce. Some breakfast tacos. Fucking great. Better was. Now, why was it so long for you to buy ends and pieces? I mean, you understand this. People have their preferences. People do. Yeah. You have a preference and, towards ends and, and pieces. Some people are above ends and pieces. What about those sub people? <laughs> let's let's go <laughs> ahead and go here. I've been waiting for this. I'm gonna finish my drink. Let's go ahead and finish that. Yep. So, uh, for those of you who don't know. I really do love doing this show. It's probably one of my favorite hobbies. And I want... Y'all and hear I, that? And, yeah. And, and I would like to... Hey, don't take all that asshole. Um, top me off with the rest of it. That's what she said. 
Yeah, buddy. Um, I I would like to apologize for not having as many episodes out as I would normally this time of year. But honestly, that's the end of the bottle. That is the end of the bottle, and that's why I cracked open an OM as God intended. Um, is because, like I said in my old Milwaukee mini. I'm really working on like self-reflection and stuff like that and trying to better yourself. But also at the same time, it's still a struggle because some days you wake up and you're just really fucking depressed and you don't want to do shit. And I understand that 100%. And that's one of the reasons why I haven't been as adamant with this. And also I feel like when I ask people to come on the show and I'm not saying come on the show, come you, I'm not saying Trent, you got to, fuck. <laughs> you have to say anything, but I'm going to say like, uh, I do feel like I'm asking a lot of someone to come on the show, like like to be here to come and do on that. The show. And me, you know, come on me, please. <laughs> Actually, no. But if you do want to send some feet pics or cock pics, whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. He's, he's hard up. He really is. Please. It's been a very long time since someone has hit that email line. It's, just, it's so empty. <laughs> I just want some dick. Is this how Ashley feels? I gotta stop smoking pot. I, I swear to God, like sometimes, like sometimes pot makes me horny. Sometimes pot will just give you just straight ED, like one hit of the booth, and it's just no boner. I don't know, man. I've never been there. Well, weed always makes my boner way better. I mean, granted, when it works, it works. But it's one of those things. Like sometimes, like I think it's because I mix like weed and beer too much. You have like four beers in, like you smoke a bowl, and you're just like. You get two in your head? Yeah, and you're just like, I just want to cuddle. I just want to love. And like you just just like that. And then you just fall asleep. That sounds like some soft boy shit. That's because... Oh. God damn it. Damn. That's because it is. Because so- I've been on fucking six episodes of this goddamn podcast, and I finally, I finally choked up. You done did it. I'm fucked up. Maybe I am just a little <laughs> fucked up. Life's just a little fucked up. <laughs> Generation X, Generation Straight. Ashley hates it when I fuck fucked up titties on a fucked up chest. <laughs> Hot dog goes hard to fucking paint, <laughs> and I will fight anybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. I just remember, like, <laughs> not not long after we were hanging out, you you made the you made the deal, like, and it was like not long after I like kind of got back into Limp Biscuit, and you were saying like. I like the song Hot Dog, and I'm like, he fucking would, wouldn't he? And then I went back and gave it a listen, and I'm like, all right. That's some real shit. That's, that's some real shit. Kiss my chocolate starfish. F- fuck not, you. Not even that. Kiss my heavy riff, heavy riff. Yeah. Starfish. <laughs> my chocolate starfish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Just, ugh, just. I don't. I don't give a damn what anybody else thinks. I, I I will stand by Limp Biscuit and their artistic integrity. I I don't care what you think. I really don't. They are good. That's it. Like that's that's all I got. Like the, fuck you if if you're like oh fuck whiskey dance dumbass thinking that so is Trent. No, fuck you. You're not listening to him in the right aspect. Get you some Rockford Fosgates, some six by nines. Crank that ship to at least thirty eight. Let it rip. And think about the single wide. Yeah. Do it. Think about the single wide. <laughs> Think about like the piece of shit Honda Shadow in the front yard. 
Think about the CRT that's got like a like a blue collar comedy tour DVD on it, and it's got it's got rainbow on the top left half because you touched a magnet to it when you were like four, and and like and then you left it on it for too long. <laughs> Think about the piece of shit Ford Taurus your mom drops you off at school in. My parents had a sable ninety six Cavalier. Yeah, yeah. So. To the biscuit. I, I will. I will admit to you. Uh, ever since hanging out with you in your most recent transactions, um, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> can I say it? <laughs> can, can we go ahead and get your most recent transactions? <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so the Hankinator been on some rough times here. Just gonna air it all out. Well, you won't, and and we can't play the song without without the bit. We we okay. we, we got to go through the whole thing to make the song really count. Yeah. So get this. Uh, oh, Hankinator's been going through a, a, a rough one here. N- not necessarily rough because it's better than what it was. Absolutely, 100%. I'll agree with that one hundred percent. Uh. Him and the girl he was dating for, what, how many years? It was about, it, it was almost three years. Almost three. Good thing he did it before the, I broke up with my uh, high school girlfriend a week before our fourth anniversary. We already had bought gifts from each other and then exchanged them after the breakup. I got a rice cooker. I used that bitch for like five years. <laughs> and then it broke up on me. It was a good transaction. Good transaction. Yeah. And then, uh, any anyway, so y- you've been going through that, which is why you have the house to yourself. That's correct. Yeah. Which is why you can be on the show right now. Not necessarily. Which is why you can say what you've said on the show. That's fair. Yeah. I I don't have any any guilt about what I'm saying right now or what I've have have said in the past, but I, I did have that above my head before yeah it's like anything you say will be hold, held against you in the court of law well see and, and, that, <laughs> and that's what brings me to my point about Lil Wayne yeah since that has, has happened you've listened to way more Lil Wayne unabashedly and I think it's like a, oh it's yeah it's 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 uh used to be at like a like a 4.5 now I'm at like an 8 yeah see and for the longest time like even at my peak listen Lil Wayne was like maybe a 6 you know, like, oh, cool, we got got like a Wayne track and six foot, seven foot. That's always a banger, you know, things like that. And then old Hankinator starts playing like his fucking mixtapes from like 2008 and I never heard before. And I, I got fucking old Whiskey Dan hooked on No Ceilings. And then I heard No Ceilings, <laughs> like the first No Ceilings album, and I'm like. Oh, shit. High yellow bitch with a hair to an ass. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm, let's let's do it. Like, let's let's go. And now uh, every Friday night, it's fucking bongs and wheezy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> damn. I'm just saying. That's, hey, don't, don't knock until you try. It, I'm baby. just saying that <laughs> the song broke up. Mm-hmm. It's hard. That is a that's a hard ass song. How to hate? Damn! How to hate's a real one. How to hate is a real one. Fucking six foot, seven foot gets me though. Freshman year, 
track. So I'm I'm curious now that we're on the subject. Your favorite Lil Wayne album, Carter Four. I'll agree with you on that. It's arguably his most produced album, but based on on nostalgia alone. Because I Be- got into him when that album came out. Best album is Carter Four, hands down. A lot of people Car- say three. Carter Three has a lot of nostalgia. Of course, you got like Mr. Carter, uh, Mrs. Officer, uh, Amelie. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's full full of classics, but it's also got some whiffs. Car- Carter Four was when I graduated high school. Like nothing will ever replace that. Based on nostalgia alone. I I remember listening to that shit on my fucking iPhone four, like I remember listening to it. <laughs> I remember YouTubing that shit on an iPod Touch. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, it was a thing. It was it was a whole ass vibe, man. So, were you just like not allowed to listen to Lil Wayne? I mean, uh, kind of. Yeah, that's that's. That's essentially how that works out, yeah. How how did it work out? It's like the the person that I was with was uncomfortable with me rapping about uh pussy money weed. <laughs> that's that's about it. City folk just don't get it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I used to complain about it, but I'm not going to now. And there's no point. I can now. Can we... For the sake of the song, Mm -hmm. and the sake of kind of wrapping it up, can we get to why the song is going to be applicable? Gentlemen, she don't. Want we to be got saved. him. She what? She don't want to be saved. Can you elaborate? So th- there are. Uh... Oh God, damn man! You don't put me in this situation because I can do it, but I don't feel that it's my position. Yeah. Um. There. <laughs> I don't know how to, how to like uh, present this with that without being incriminating. Um, Go ahead. Nobody listens to the show anyway. <laughs> hey, thank you for all the lovely listeners out here. Because guess what? You are a part of an elite group who gives a shit, and I appreciate the fuck out of you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't keep doing this. I, I legitimately y'all, y'all do love this. Are really, really sticking around. Really, thank you. You motherfuckers are really listening right now. Thank you. Because so, no, here's here's why I want you to say not because it's a funny story, yeah. not because of the song, not because of any of that shit, because everybody has gone through this and they need to know that it's okay. Yeah. That it's okay to make that stand for yourself. And that's why I want you to present that. So uh, in some situations there are there there are some folks that that really belong to the streets. Yeah. That uh, you you could say that they they don't want to be saved, and that's what I, I would say, because you can you can do 
110 percent you you can you can present 100 percent 110 percent of your emotional physical energy to someone and it won't be reciprocated and you know why it's because that they don't want to be saved they don't want to be they don't want to be saved from the streets they they want to do what they want to do and even though what they know that they're doing ain't the best for them and that you or anyone could be the best possible option for them they don't want to choose that absolutely and that's 100% what i meant the th- like my dad told me this when i was in like the 5th grade and my dad's emotional like connection with me wasn't a whole lot until like i was like late high school early college I'll cheers to that motherfucker. Yeah. Like the old Hankinator here, he sent me a deal. And it was like Italian dads talking to their like their son about like the birds and the bees. Like, hey, buddy, I don't know what the fuck you're doing or what you're trying to do. Just just fucking wrap it up. That is exactly how my dad talked to me. That is ex- like 100%. And, and it turns out he is fucking Guido. But, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> but yeah, he, so, which makes sense. You know, I'm just like, that's, that's how it does me. Hey, look, like, it, I, I, verbatim, this dude said me, he's like, look, if you want to watch porn and do all that, like, watch girls with jizz all on their face, that's fucking your deal. But don't just be doing it at the house. And I was like, <laughs> so perplexed like that's all you fucking, got fucking 17 year old dan sitting in the living room like god damn i was just trying to play some melee yeah, was like, yeah, i was just like halfway through this quest on new vegas are you done with supper yet because it's your turn to cook tonight like that's that's what it was and because of that, I feel that, like, my emotional maturity, like, with, with relationships and shit is just not the same, like, with my dad. Because I feel that I'm a lot more, like, emotionally available. And I do want to make that change. But the thing is, is that even when you're emotionally available and you can do everything right, but the person you're with doesn't appreciate that. You do everything wrong. Yeah, you, you did everything fucking wrong. That's that's all you can say. Because if a person is not emotionally available, you can only do as much as you fucking physically and mentally can. You have a limit. I want everyone to know that. You have a limit. And you need to know that limit. You don't need to let somebody overrun that boundary. You need to set up that boundary. Because when that boundary is overran, you become drained as a human. More energy is taken than produced. And I want everyone to know that 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 borderline cannot be crossed. Because you can only produce so much energy and produce as a human. You can only be like positive for a certain amount of time before it all goes to fucking dog shit all right it's like civ you gotta have so much production in the city to build the thing you gotta build you can't you can't just fucking found a a fucking city on tundra yeah that's not the correct terrain yeah it's like unless it's late game you're getting oil or copper it ain't worth it don't do it (laughs) and and here's here's the thing 
if if you're dating the type of chick who ain't a Toyota Camry, dating the wrong chick. And and let me explain this analogy. If if you got, I don't, as, I don't think he needs to explain the analogy. You know what a Toyota Camry does. A Toyota Camry lasts 250,000 miles without a fucking oil change, all right? <laughs> you could drive that bitch to work every day. You'll fire up every morning and be happy to do it. Now, Jaguar, FJ, on on behalf, got to sneeze in the passenger seat. British sports cars, if you, you, you fucking, you, you just like, you, you, you turn the wheel wrong. You do a Yubi, and then you, you jump over a fucking beer can in the parking lot. It's going to pop your tire. And then the pop tire is going to, like, it's 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 just going to be a butterfly effect. Of like, tie rods, and then it's going to be shocks, and then shocks is going to be... Yeah. <laughs> Gold rack and pinion system. We got to get new struts on the bitch. Hell, the brakes got fucked. I don't even know how that happened. But here's the thing. But the thing about, the, the thing about British sports, when they run, they run immaculately. Oh, yeah, 100%. I will agree with that. I'm holding up an okay sign yeah. right now. So, British sports cars, legit. There's there's a limited, limited offer on that timeline. It's like... You better lease that bitch. You're goddamn <laughs> even right, in this, Dan. Even in this you're economy. goddamn right. Even in 2022, you better lease that bitch. Speaking in a lot of allegories, and I appreciate it. I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Ashley does drive a Toyota Camry. <laughs> I can't paint the picture any better. I just remember when my dad as a kid was telling me when I was like nine years old, there's this chick I really liked. Her name is Lauren Haney. Infatuated with this girl. Shout out to Lauren. Ah. <laughs> I made fun of her at a homecoming game after we graduated. It was kind of funny. Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. She had it coming. Uh, yeah, she did. <laughs> I would have done anything for this girl, and she would not give me the time of day. And yeah. I, and, and this was like... Hey, it really be like that, Chief. And it was like third, it fourth, fifth. really be like that. It was that. third, fourth, fifth, and, and halfway through the sixth grade. I was like... Head over heels to this chick. She probably talked to me maybe seven times. Yeah. And my dad told me, he said... And you still held her up here. Oh, 100%. Way up here. What Put her on a pedestal. Because the handful... Let me, let me tell the, the Whiskey Dan audience real quick. Don't you ever... Ever... Ever, ever... Put the pussy on, pussy on a pedestal. Don't do it. It's a... God damn trap and it's a scam and it's a scheme and they've been they've been scheming on this shit for a long time I want you to tell them yeah they are way ahead of the game on it they don't perfect it before even thought about it and the thing is is that my dad told me he said son you're spinning your wheels spinning them spinning that was here's the thing though that was the only advice he ever gave me he didn't tell me how to get out of it or how to look for somebody else hey at least you got that chief. That is true. Because well, th- that's also true because because of that. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. Uh, once I finally had like a true like actual girlfriend, like the eighth and ninth grade, 
we broke up because she was allegedly moving. And one day I kind of told her off and stood my ground. Like, you know what? I really don't appreciate what you did. And, all, and it was over the phone. And my dad heard it because mm-hmm. I was outside doing it. And he was like outside on the other side of the house. We could still hear me. And ever since then, he was like, I know I don't have. She to. don't want to be saved. Yeah, don't save. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and he and, and he was like, and, and he said, and, and he and he told me years after that. He told me years after that. He said, you know what? I, but but he told me years after. That, he said, I don't have to worry about him. I I know that he's gonna put his foot down for that. You're, but there, but you're goddamn right. But but there's a lot of there's a lot of fellas out there who don't who don't have that direction, who don't get that support, you got to stand up for yourself. You are worth something. And if your input is not matched by their output, you don't need to be doing it. I'm shaking my head right now. I know y'all can't see it, yeah. but this this is the most important topic on the goddamn podcast. 100%. Take us two fucking hours to get to it. If she, she don't want to be saved, Mm-mm. don't save her. Don't. That's that's all you need. You you can wait around long enough to 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 witness that. If if you stick around and yeah, it's you, gonna be like you, a- you stick in your hands in your pockets and you're like, I'm gonna see what you're gonna do. If if you understand. How that functions and how that operates, you witness it, and it'll it'll change your perspective. It really will. It really will. See, the thing is, is that after that moment when I was like, because when I was fourteen, is when I had my like fall to your knees, like heartbreak, like this this is it, man. Yeah, that's, and that's normally when it always happens. But some people don't hit that till like twenty five. I had it at like like fifteen. Yeah, and just like, and it's good that you go through that at such a young age, so that when you get older, you're like, you know what, too short was right, bitches ain't shit, and then, <laughs> and, and then you go on from there. <laughs> I got real into Dr. Dre right after that breakup. It, it, I mean, it. it <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Chronic album, it was a fucking banger. Uh, you can thank the internet for that. You really can. Yes. Because you damn sure couldn't thank anybody that you went to school with. Hell no. <laughs> fucking white boys. Even the black dudes listen to white music. <laughs> I'm a space band rocket ship on. <laughs> but yeah, so. God damn. So the, the whole point that we're trying to make here. Yeah. Is basically just if if they're not as invested as you are, it's time to back out of that investment. It's gonna get messy. Is it fun? It's. I'm speaking from firsthand perspective. It's not. Whenever you invest time and mental energy into something, and it's not reciprocated. When it's not reciprocated, it's gonna it's it's gonna be a bad time. What's it like to not get scolded when you wash the dishes? That's a loaded question, dog. <laughs> no, uh, it ain't. 
like I said, I'm not, I'm not here to out anybody. I'm just here to provide perspective. Perspective is the only thing that I am here to provide. And yeah. Take another drink of the beer. One of these days, we'll get the full story. But but for right now, I think I think that's okay. I think it's important that we understand that it's important to understand your self value. One hundred percent. Your self value. That's that's where your self confidence lies, and if anything oversteps that, and takes a higher grade than that then you're belittling yourself it's a fucking monsoon of 2022 here i'm gonna go ahead and pause it and free uh save it real quick but i i, I do think that that is our our overall goal here understand perspective self-worth oh yeah 100 percent. and it's important to know you you gotta have that boundary yeah it, it it's it's important to know who you are as a person. Because if you go into a new relationship and you understand who you are, it's it's not gonna work out. You you will lose yourself. Yeah. Not speaking on Eminem quotes, but uh you you will <laughs> you will lose yourself. Mom's spaghetti. Exactly. Uh it's not as all it's cracked up to be. It's really not. Not at all. But I think we're gonna go ahead and and, and, and wrap it up there because uh, we're we're kind of fucked up. Wrap this dig up. Not in my house. You <laughs> Man, you can go outside and do that shit. <laughs> Hell no. The only person that wraps a dick around here is me. When Ashley with a mouth. Anyway. Boy. He's trying to stop the show. I'm not going to let him. All right, what you got? It's the... It's the Hankinator special. I still got a half a beer to finish. All right. All right. We, we got a little bit more time. I mean, do, do you want to like let some negative energy out? or? It has been one of those days. It has been one of those days. It really hasn't. But I have had many of one of those days since it's happened. Man, have you ever had? You had. You. You had a day. Where it was so bad that even break stuff wouldn't fix it. You know what? Across my arms is that has been spoken. You're right. That that um that that was a thing. And I completely forgot about it until this moment in time. It's like I I, I had like a, a shit day at work, and even break stuff on Spotify blared in my my company stereo. Would not fix it. I want everybody else to understand that when you hear break stuff at max volume, it needs to fix things. And it usually does. Like nine out of it has a ninety percent success rate. And when it doesn't, your day is fucked. You need to take like three steps back and look at where you are. I'm speaking on that from experience. Like, look at where you are. The song, the song he's recommend uh, is talking about is "Break Stuff" by Limp Biscuit off of their album "Significant Other." And if you haven't heard that, you need to 
fucking listen to it. But don't listen to it like with an open mind. Like you got to have like a shit fucking day where you're like pissed off. You're like, I don't even want to fucking listen to the radio. Absolutely. No, you put that shit on. You crank it to like five less than what your system in your car will tap out at. So that way it's not all clippy and shit. Fuck that. Make it clippy. <laughs> Make it as clippy as you can. Turn it as high as you goddamn physically fucking possible to turn it up. I got rock for Fosgate. It don't clip. <laughs> it don't clip. It don't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, if if you go full retard on some brake stuff, if you go nookie into Limp Biscuit, which is uh, nook, I'm sorry, nookie into brake stuff, which is how the significant other album is built. If if you're having girl problems, if you're having dude problems, if you're having a problem with your boss, you're having a problem with me, you're having a problem with yourself. You put that shit on full fucking volume and you let it out. You put it on full volume, and you get the fuck out of the way. That is mosh pit level energy. If you're beside yourself listening to music, I want you to know this right now. That I fucking care about you. If you're beside yourself listening to music, cranked 100% of the way, we've all been there. We have. We've all been there. And we've made it through it. It helps. It helps 100% of the time. Because you got to get it out. You got to get it out. You got to get it out. <sighs> it feels good to get it out, man. It really does. It's like you. I'm vouching for this right now. You well, have to get it out. We'll see. Like, and like, you, like, you have to get it out. We'll see. Like, things like, like, as a dude. You have a primal instinct to like serve and protect, and when those goals can be and in these guidelines that we live in in society, I just burped through that sentence. But we're if you, you, (laughs) god damn, (laughs) you you're, you're living through that, and you deserve it. You deserve to crank it all the way up. And hear it at its max volume in your ear hole. And and what that will do is when the good times finally come around, it'll make it that much better. You'll respect them. You, 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 you won't look at the bad times with like anger and hatred and, you know, self-pity. You look at it as like a crucible to where from this crucible, whatever. I say both with an L. Both of them. I don't know why I do that. I don't know if it's a speech of Petermer because I have too many black friends. But. You don't have too many black friends. I can guarantee that. I had, I had several in high school. Okay. A couple of them sell drugs now. That's beside the point. But. Uh, Go Hawks. But it, it, it is. It, but, but it is a crucible. Crucible. It's not a word. You're making that up. Crucible is the word. Crucible is not a word. It is on my show. It's not. It's my fucking show. It's crucible. It's my house. It's crucible. It's my liquor. It's crucible. All right, we'll find that. You drive a Subaru. I do. (laughs) 
fucking ten. How's, how's your all-wheel drive four-cylinder relate to my all-wheel drive four-cylinder, bitch? How does how does how does your fucking tin can sound system relate to my tin? Not. Tin I'm sorry. Can. How does that relate to horsepower in any sense of the being? Bro, maybe you should quit having that yee yee ass haircut. You get some bitches on your dick. He just stole a meme live on air. And I'm he, fu- he just stole a meme. I'll do it again. <laughs> it's time to stop. <laughs> Bitch, I haven't had my hair cut in four years. And whose fault is that? I'm, you just cut your hair this morning, didn't you? Uh, you shaved, Sunday, you, Sunday. You shaved it in the shower. Sunday you morning. bald ass bitch. No. Long titty, no nipple having <laughs> ass bitch. No, no. I, How's my hair look? It's pretty good. How's it look? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's better than what I can do. Go ahead. Now, I, I shave my head Sunday morning with a trash bag over the faucet in the sink. So right. I can just get it all in. Like, I, I, I take a Walmart bag and cut it. Right. Because I'm not an animal. God dang. The point is, I don't know what the point is anymore. There's thunder outside, and it's amazing. Lightning and thunder. But who didn't allow you to get your hair cut? I'm not going to air that out. But, I mean, I'm sure you can guess. And I think with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Right now? I, I mean, do you have anything else? I got. I mean, I could sit here and bullshit for another fucking 30 minutes. I got a full beer. That is not... I don't have a full beer. That is I've an got, empty I've beer. Got, I've got an empty beer. And that's why we're going to wrap it up. We, we can have a full beer in a sec, but we need to get some pizza. We need to wrap this up. We'll wrap this dick up. God damn. Done did it again. All right. Do you have a closing statement? For the audience. Okay. So. Anybody that's listening out there. I know that you are. If. If you've ever been in a relationship. Where it hasn't been reciprocated. And. You felt like it's been one sided. I want you to know that. I'm here to rock with you. She don't want to be safe. And she don't. So, uh, we'll go ahead and sign off there. Remember, you can always, always send us an email at whiskeydanradio at gmail.com. Feet kick, fucking feet pics, cock pics, whatever the fuck you want to send. Cock, Please hit this man's email. It's been dry as hell for goddamn eight months, and he's trying as hard as he goddamn can. Please. Hell, this, I mean, I'll take dude feet at this point. Fuck it. Uh, That's what he was asking for in the first place, but I mean, that is not true. Point. Ashley got some grade A feet. You know, honestly, okay. How the, many how many women do you think listen to this show? Like two. Ashley and Alyssa. That's it. And both and both of them. By the Alyssa, both I, of them. I want you to know I appreciate you. Yeah, and I do too. And them toes. Send them to my fucking Gmail, whiskeydanradio at gmail dot com. Yo, AJ, get her on that shit because she's your wife in the same fucking house. Let her know. We're going to hit sign off on here. We're going to bust out a fat, tasty lick on... Uh, on fat, be- tasty lick. Because because of the hankinator. Because cause guess what? Because she... She... She don't want to be safe. She don't want to be safe. Don't.
Today we'll hear the story of Russell Resthaven and the day he tried to save his girlfriend. Here's the story. Man, you won't believe what's gonna happen to me now, man. What? I let this nigga come out my house and he fuck my bitch. But I'm gonna kill him when he get out work tonight, though. Man, fuck that hoe, man. You can't be trying to say that bitch, man. My nigga don't have the hoe in the Brian Fraser. Man, I spent cheese on it and everything. Man, I bought rain and some more shit, man. I'm gonna kill that nigga that I'm gonna marry. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife, man. I love her, man. I love her, man. Don't wanna be saved, don't save her She don't wanna be 